Hello and welcome to the New England Endurance Podcast. This is episode number one. Unbelievable. It's happening. <laughs> I'm your host, Art Tripotsis, here with Eric Schenker. Hey, hey. Glad to be here. What's up, Eric? What is this all about? What are we doing here? <laughs> one crazy idea that's actually happening. So you came to me and said, hey, what do you think about a podcast about endurance sports? In New England, and I said absolutely, and uh, and a lot of talk, but we're actually here, sitting, making it happening in Arlington, Massachusetts, a endurance hot spot of New England in its own right. We're gonna spend some time today just introing our podcast, but eventually we'll be talking about all sorts of endurance sports. First and foremost, the one most dear to my heart is cycling. But this will not be a cycling podcast, Art. I true, keep, true. I, I, I need to keep reminding you about that. I mean, ultimately, what we're going to be doing is showcasing the endurance sports community here in New England. And maybe it's a controversial statement. I don't know. But I would argue that New England is the greatest endurance sports region of this country, perhaps North America possibly the world absolutely we've got your, <laughs> I'm, I'm biased of course we've got your trail runners your swimmers your rowers your sailors your skiers your bikers your surfers triathletes equestrians everything i mean there really is your rock climbers this this region of the country uh, I'm proud to be from New England. I'm, I'm proud to live in New England, and New England will always be my home. Um, but it is an incredible area when you think about um, endurance sports, and I don't think you can under undervalue what the weather has to do for that as well, right? I mean, that the weather is a big contributor of why endurance athletes from new england uh, take a lot of pride in the fact that they are from super from hardcore new yeah i mean hardcore but just they endure right and if you're training for the boston marathon in boston or you're training for the boston marathon in south carolina you're dealing with different challenges from january to april absolutely and, and if you're a rower and you're rowing on the Charles and because you can, but it's because the ice didn't form that year <laughs> and you're trying to get ready for spring and folks are rowing in Florida or Texas or California and they're on the water all year round, you're at a disadvantage, but yet New England keeps cranking out uh, world-class athletes. So hopefully we can really showcase why New England is so amazing. Um, but not just from a hardcore perspective, right? Like this is also an incredibly welcoming community. If you're trying to learn something new, uh, learn a new sport, join a new sport, get into something, the the community here in New England is is uh, is incredibly welcoming. And maybe New Englanders don't have that <laughs> reputation, but. There's a subset here in the endurance community where everybody's saying, come on in, the water's warm, and, and learn what we do. Well, and a group of folks I'd love to interview fall into the club category. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a whole bunch of 
triathlon and cycling and running clubs all over New England that are super welcoming. And, you know, there's a few that we really need to explore how they have so many members, how they're successful, how they run these ad hoc, you know, grassroots events. So that's going to be one format of our episodes, talking to some of the local clubs. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, what I would love to explore, because I keep learning, I live up on the North Shore, and we're really fortunate. We've got an incredible trail system with properties like Appleton Farms and Bradley Palmer and Willowdale and, and all these interconnected areas, a lot of them coincidentally connected because of the equestrian community and that the, the amazing trails that they they provide the opportunity for. But I'm continually learning about new trails. And I want to learn about new trails in Vermont. I want to learn about new trails in New Hampshire. I want to learn about trails under construction. Um, there's rails trails going up everywhere. Everything's starting to get connected. Um, you and I were talking about the um, the uh, Bay State Trail. The Bay State the Trail, other yes. Day, you know, so Just learned about what we, this is. We want to introduce the endurance community or, or listeners to this podcast um, to some of those things, either in their area or create destination travel um, for them as well. So, well, case in point, uh, I've been mountain biking for about 30 years, and only about five years ago did I discover how vast and amazing Willowdale is. I'm with you, you know, but Willowdale, not only is it a mountain biking area, but there's a 50-mile trail race, running race that they have there called I Stone Cat. was not aware of that. Yeah, run by the uh, TARC organization. These now. are the things so, we need to talk about. Yeah, so we're going to hopefully introduce uh, a lot of trail tales to to folks and you know you can run those trails but you can also race and like there's tons and tons and tons of great races uh, so hopefully some race reviews and would love to talk to some event promoters oh yeah for sure in the gravel scene the the cycling scene you know what they're doing with the uphill skiing scene and you know just New Hampshire the, and Vermont yeah, yeah just as just this past weekend you had the auto road uphill and there was both a a run uh, sorry not a run but a race and a non-race version where people uphill skied up the mount washington auto road so yes. there's just so again a great example where there's an opportunity for racers but non-racers as well so hopefully we're gonna continue to introduce those those things and you've got races and you've got charity rides right yes charity rides and runs i'm a big fan of the charity ride as a transition out of my Racing years, I've taken up uh, many charity rides in New England. Um, love to support the charities while putting in a good effort and putting the event on my calendar. Um, big one for me this year is going to be the Tour de Cure out of Lexington, Mass. But there are others like Pan Mass, the BVT, MS. Um, these are these are things we're going to be exploring as well. Yeah, and, and the nice thing about those charity events is is that they often come with some form of, of training community. So if that's your first century ride, they're going to have group rides or some training protocols. So they're, they're, they're excellent gateways into the endurance community and you're doing great, uh, great work in the, in the fundraising, um, as, as part of that. So, well, speaking of community, so I live in Arlington and, uh, I run a cycling team called keep it tight. And unbeknownst to me, there is a, or until recently, I discovered there's actually a team called the 
uh, Arlington Bicycle Club. And I would like to think that I know a lot about what's going on in my own town. And I just found that fascinating. And I look forward to hooking up with those guys for a ride and eventually having them on the uh, podcast here as well. And I think that's a that's a great point. We're going to have to create a mechanism, though, for people to tell us. We, we are by no means the experts on the endurance community. I think we can highlight a lot of things, but you know, hopefully via social media or what have you, people can help us learn about new things, and we can then spotlight them on the on the podcast. Whether that's clubs, whether that's runs, whether that's events maybe new sports that are that are popping up here in New England. So new rail trails being built, new, new new trails that are being built, new races, new you know, everything that's it's continuing to evolve um and uh we're going to need the community to help us uh, help us find those those things. I'd love to chat with folks from the bike adv- advocacy groups like Mass Bike, folks that are working on uh things around safety mm-hmm. in New England. Um, I think that's an important part of the conversation as well. Absolutely. And we can touch on safety, right? There's a lot of great safety technology that's happening um, in in a lot of our sports, certainly around cycling uh, with some of the radar detection. But that's a great segue into say, what's the manufacturing around the endurance community that's happening here in New England? Oh, you've got yes. bike manufacturers. You've got ski manufacturers. You have... Uh, hydration and backpack manufacturers. You have clothing manufacturers. So there's a lot, uh, a lot happening here in this in this small little space, and hopefully we can highlight some of those amazing companies um, that are that are growing and thriving here in the New England uh, community. Absolutely. So I think you know when I think when I put my marketing hat on. You know, this is by no means a business for us. This is something we're doing for fun. But I would love to target and and appeal to, you know, the weekend warrior, the masters athletes, the collegiate athletes, um, outdoor enthusiasts, like folks that like to break a sweat on the weekends and whatever sport of choice. You know, I hope they learn something from this podcast. I don't have any doubt that they will. I would say another important community is people that want to start getting into these sports. So you don't have to be a seasoned athlete or an ex-collegiate athlete or an experienced cyclist or runner, but maybe you've said, wow, that looks like fun. How do I get started in that? Oh, I'd love to road ride. I'd love to mountain bike. I'd love to cross-country ski. You know, hopefully we can help you Provide some recommendations. Provide some recommendations, some places to go, some people to get connected with. Because the endurance community gets a can get a bad rap, but it is an incredibly welcoming community. And sometimes there's a little bit of a shell that you yes. kind of that you need to crack. And some groups may have harder shells than others, but I, I guarantee you there is a group that's willing to say, come on, come to our track workout. We've got different speeds for everybody. You want to walk around the track? Great. We've got a group for you. You want to do five-minute miles? Great. You can go run with this group, but everybody will be out there cheering you along, and, and, and I'd, like, I'd love to think that we're going to make some of those connections. Well, so, Eric, um, how did you get into 
Endurance sports. Endurance sports, yeah. I grew up in New Hampshire, so generally relatively outdoorsy um, kind of guy. But uh, fell in love with rowing. Was a rower in college. I think that set the stage for my whole endurance world. Uh, rowing was a really, really important part of my life uh, and still is to this day. As you know, I'm not only a now professional broadcaster, but I'm a <laughs> <laughs> but I do the color play by play for the head of the Charles uh, every year. Been doing that for like 20 years, so a, a lot of fun and and try to stay involved in the rowing community, even though I'm not um, rowing per se as, as much. Uh, and that's how you and I met. We didn't even realize it, but I was rowing at Tufts in the heavyweight. You were in the lightweight boat at BC. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's funny, funny how those things, uh, there's a great, I mean, obviously Boston area is a great rowing community. M one of the guys that was coaching me at BC transitioned to bike racing as a lot of rowers do fell in love with bike racing. You and I met rowing for the Boston Road Club BRC, which was, again, super intimidating to think about trying to get into bike racing. And then all of a sudden, finding a, a group of like-minded men and women who were helpful, provided guidance, uh, and just made me fall in love with the sport. And that actually, I was very fortunate, and that led to a career. Um, and I led a Scandinavian endurance brand here in New England for almost 20 years and and was able to very fortunate co combine my passion for cycling for running for for nordic skiing into my profession so um really really lucky and and i love the endurance community it it is it is really special i'm a big fan of human powered sport absolutely I think, I think, yes i think there's something to be uh there's something to be said for human powered sport and i hope that we will showcase the amazing human-powered sports here in New England? Well, endurance sports uh, changed my life as well. Um, I was a junior in college, started rowing, um, played basketball before that, but eventually got into mountain biking, dipped my toe in the cycling community there, and then got into road biking, and that's where you and I met at BRC, and you know, dabbled in triathlon, um, had fun doing that for a number of years, and then eventually did some cyclocross. And now I am just, not just, but I just love weekend worrying and, you know, getting on my bike and swifting with the occasional run. I love uphill skiing, cross-country skiing. So we've got a little bit of background between you and I that we can, uh, you know, enough to be dangerous and know who to talk to. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not the experts, but I do think between us, we can bring a lot of people together, hopefully uncover some fun and interesting things and and again really showcase the amazing vibrant diversity of the new england endurance scene will this podcast have any sponsors we do we're, we're very fortunate to have some incredible sponsors already and the first one i'd like to highlight is the team keep it tight which is a mass-based cycling team that runs the kit for kids bike day event in boston do you know anything about that Art? just a little bit uh, i founded keep it tight in 2011 and about four years ago we started the kit for kids bike day event where we collaborated with boston police to host an event at the english school in jamaica plain where we teach inner city Boston kids how to ride bikes 
Kids are ages 5 to 13. And we have a fundraiser. We purchase brand new bikes. And we spend the morning teaching them how to ride the bikes. And at the end of the morning, they get to bring the bikes home with them. And it's a fantastic event where we collaborate with Battle Road Bikes. Yeah, that that is it. It's amazing. I've seen uh, we were we were able to support it a little bit uh, in my in my past life, and just that uh, so such happy kids to to think what we might take for granted and how impactful a bike can be for them. It's a it's a wonderful day and it's a wonderful program that you started and something I think you should be incredibly proud of and which is a, a difficult segue to cookies, right? But I think... Love cookies. <laughs> but I love cookies. <laughs> and one, I would say, a lot of people would argue, why do you ride so much? And why do you run so much? And why do you do all these things? It's to really eat a little bit more guilt-free <laughs> than, we otherwise, than we otherwise could. And with that, we are incredibly fortunate to be sponsored by Lark Fine Foods, which is a 100% woman-owned and operated specialty foods company on the North Shore in historic Massachusetts. They make small batch cookies inspired by grown-up consumers with sophisticated tastes. And we're definitely going to be highlighting some... Delicious cookies. We're going to be highlighting some endurance coffee shops and endurance foods that we like to eat. But you will find Lark Fine Food cookies uh, at our homes for sure. And the owners of Lark Fine Foods, um, uh, husband and wife team, are incredible endurance athletes in their own right, and we're really lucky to have them as a sponsor. Awesome. Thank you, sponsors. Eric, should we tease who we might be chatting with in the coming weeks? <laughs> Some of them don't realize it yet. <laughs> you mean when we tease, we're going to be guilting them into doing the interview because we're teasing it and we haven't officially asked them yet? Yes. Okay. I think that's fair. Well, one of the folks uh, we're going to be chatting with who knows about is J.D. Hale from the Rippers. It's uh, Winchester Rippers, local cycling club here, who um, has an incredible community of a few hundred athletes who have multiple group rides a week. And I love what they do. I'm a, I'm a part of that club. And and I think um, we need to explore how they are so successful. I think that will be a really great interview because they have a big program. They run tons of rides. How does a volunteer group like that organize it? And how do you find out about those rides? I mean, I remember when you and I were racing, we set a time the night before. That's right. And you showed up <laughs> and that was it. And if somebody was running late... Too bad. There was really no way to communicate. There's very little organization am amongst no ourselves, phones. and yet it still worked. Um, yeah. But this, it's a, it's far more complex now, and uh, that'll be really interesting, I think, to learn about the club. But also, how does maybe other clubs can learn from what they're doing, and, uh, yep. and go from there? I think I'd love to. That's interview, why we want to chat with them. Yeah, I'd love to an interview Andrew Drummond. I mean, Andrew's a friend, and he'll he'll absolutely do it. But what organization is he with? Andrew Drummond is the OG of uphill skiing here in New England. Um, he has a company called White Mountain Ski Company, formerly Ski the Whites. Up oh in, yes, I uh, follow them on Instagram. Yeah, up in Jackson, New Hampshire. Incredible content. Uh, he's a world class uphill skier. He's a world class ultra marathoner. But what I would say is he was really a pioneer nationally in making uphill skiing accessible and fun 
and really welcoming. He has a rental business where you can go and try it. You can learn. He's always out there with folks. He's got trail races. He's got trail runs, um, uphill ski races. He, he's got it all. But I would say, more importantly, he, he saw something in the uphill ski community. He loved it. And he found a way to uh, make it accessible, introduce a ton of people to it. And now, you know, you've got the Granite Backcountry Alliance. There's a lot happening in backcountry skiing, especially in New Hampshire. And I think he's got a lot to do with it. And we can learn a lot about that, that sport from him. Because I, I know there's a ton of people that are thinking about it. And he's going to help us All right, int- so introduce. We'll have cycling covered. We'll have some uphill skiing. Um, will there be anybody from the trail running community or running community in general? Absolutely. There's a ton of great, um, there's a ton of great run clubs. I'm, I'm a member of the Somerville road runners. Um, but you've got Somerville road runners, you've got the pioneers, you've got wicked run club. There is an incredible group, 603 endurance. You know, it's not all Massachusetts. We definitely want to highlight the full breadth of, of new England. Uh, so the, there's a lot of great folks. We've got a list here of 20 or 30 already that, that we came up pretty quickly. Um, race organizers. Uh, there's some really iconic races here that, you know, sell out in a heartbeat that you got to be ready to register for. So I don't think there's going to be any shortage. No shortage of, of content. There's whatsoever. no shortage of content. And, you know, the barometer here is is I've had a lot of bad ideas over the years. <laughs> I float them to people and they look at me like, that's not a good idea, Eric. And, and these past couple of weeks, as you guys have, as, as you and I have batted this around and we've, we've thrown it out there, everybody seems to think this is a good idea. I think this is going to be good. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to educate a lot and we're going to expose a lot of, you know, groups and clubs and events that maybe you haven't heard of. Yeah. Um, So I think we should wrap up episode one. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in for the first episode of the New England Endurance Podcast. You can find us just right now on social media at New England Endurance on Instagram. And before we close out, I just want to give a special shout out to my friend Trapper Markells, who provided the opening and closing music track to this podcast. He's a great local dad, cyclist and poet from the Boston area. So don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and uh, stay tuned. Yeah, looking forward to episode two. Thank you.